Okay. Okay. Oh, we're start the podcast now. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just start with introduction and all that stuff. Hey. Uh, okay. So this is the second uh, theory crafting roundtable podcast. We don't have a guest this time, unfortunately. Zax was not able to make it, and Jinx is currently busy. Um, yeah. So today I'm joined by Azel, uh, the many titles, but. Currently, the head of theory times. crafting at Wangsheng Funeral Parlor, Citri, the former head of theory crafting at Wangsheng Funeral Parlor, uh, Tan Tan, um, and then uh, Wait, don't Zajef, the the uh, Zajef, the Zajef, the expert theory crafter, <laughs> just Zajef. <laughs> just Zajef. Um, uh, it's okay, I um, get it, I get it, it's fine. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. If there's anything else, I don't think I don't think it's fine. It's whatever, honestly. That's a, that's a good yeah. enough introduction. Yeah, it's honestly <laughs> whatever. Uh-huh. Arthur is a very good introducer. <laughs> Zyox's friend, no. If Zyox was my friend, he would have shown up. I'm just his math guy. God damn. Don't worry, we'll have a guest next week, Bro. so y'all will see someone. I won't reveal, but okay. Why is the script we'll have in someone. Comic Sans, dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we do we officially have a guest next week? Is someone in here? Is someone in here actually like dyslexic or something? Alright. <laughs> no, so, but it's nice to be in What's the, the... Okay. <laughs> What's our uh, first topic right now? I today okay. I think our podcast main focus today is gonna be between Hutao and Chao because they're the two current uh, banner in the game. But if we have time we can both we'll most likely be talking about the uh, current abyss as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, someone bring up the topic list real quick, or I have to look at it too. First topic is: <laughs> Did you just Hutao versus Chayo? Wait. Oh. Yeah. Why not? Alright, Hutao versus Chayo. This is your topic. <laughs> <It's>, I, <laughs> wait, I I wrote it like last week. Okay. Alright, Hutao so versus Chayo. How do we do this? Did we just straight up say who was better? <laughs> Alright. Uh, Go ahead. Alright. Uh, okay, we're okay, we counting free and we're say say who's right. No 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 no. I, I don't want people to just come away from the podcast being like, oh they all think oh, X true. is better. Okay. I think we wanna first break <laughs> down things. Alright, sure. Yeah. Okay, so we can start with the child breakdown because he's the first banner, and then we'll do the Hutao breakdown, which is the second banner. Uh so yeah, overall child impression, is he good? Is he worth the primo? We can start with that. Anyone want to... Okay, well then go ahead and start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go ahead. Hey, Attention, it's your topic. Azel, Okay. If you want. I... I think that... Charles is a pretty, like, strong unit and safe unit to, to... to... to get. But there are some factors that can either make him better or worse for your specific account. So I think we should mostly be focusing on those factors. And okay. I think the, the, the main one is basically who what teams are you using because what child does is he improves uh a, a team that would that you would already be running with shangling and he makes Xingqiu available for your other team so it's a twofold um impact on your account and i think if you if you're missing out on either of those of those things so either if you wouldn't run a Shangling team anyways, or if your other team doesn't want or need Xingqiu, he loses in value a lot. That's 
pretty much the line of thought I have. I, at least that's what I used to think. It's like, if you don't really care to have a Sengi Sing Shields, even though Chao is an upgrade of a Sing Shields, it's not like meaningfully better that you have to roll for him. It's like, sure, he free up a Sing Shields, but you didn't care about that to begin with, so you just don't care. But I actually changed my perspective because after seeing... After how long been it? Eight months after the original Chao release, after we got a lot more characters and a lot more team and a lot better in fear crafting, what I realized is like even though you can say that, there's not actually a lot of character that are better than Chao. And because of that, he actually deserves your premium because just because of that. Like he's an upgrade worth uh, he's at the end of the day, he's still upgrade of a sing shields, but some of the other characters are straight up downgrade, right? Like Yomiya, for example, it's a downgrade. Which is why you never roll, but Chao is still no matter what an upgrade. So you will still see benefit for your account if you roll Chao. And there's just not that many characters that are better to roll than Chao, like at best like Kaza Venti, like the, the power power characters. My perspective of Child is he's a very niche unit. So he carries both he's a very niche unit. That got very lucky with the way the character designs and like the floor designs of the Abyss are going for him. He has the best thing about the niche unit is they're very hard to power creep or have units that share the same archetype as them. So Child has that going for him that once you roll him, as Tenten said, he's a very stable unit ever since 1.1. However, like, the thing that sets Shao ap apart from other units that may somewhat nearly, like, share the same function as him, like Kokomi or Sincho, <laughs> is purely... He's very lucky that his comms includes Shangling, which to this day is still one of the best comms in the game. Like, well, the best introductory comm, I'd say. If you just want a hassle-free comm that just plays well, that, other than that, I would say, if you roll for child, think about, if you build a child com, the other com, what are you running? Like, as that chef said, if you have the central, you may not, you don't, if you can free up the central for the other com, it's nice, but central comms are very strong, but I wouldn't say central comms are necessarily top three or even the best comps in the game. There's a lot of comps that can replace Sinchou comps now. So think I... about that if you're willing to play Sinchou on the other team. I don't necessarily agree with that. Mm -hmm. Can you like elaborate on that? I mean, do we... Uh, Azo and I, do you guys have thought about the overall Chao? Because one of our... I, I remember one of the topics on my done list is Chao versus Sinchou's. So we can just... Oh, it sucks. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> what? Chao sucks. That's my opinion. Child Just sucks. kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I like Child. I think he's fine. <clears throat> um, I am not sure if I think that Child can't be power creeps. I think that if you have a, it is possible for us to get a hydro on field DPS in the future who can apply as much hydro as Child. But I feel like in order for that to happen, Mihoyo has to intentionally make that happen, just because Child applies so much pyre, uh, so much hydro that. Like, if they want to power creep child, they could do it. But I think it's very hard to accidentally power creep him. 
Yeah, but do what you, do you think, mean? I they did it with Kokomi. Once upon a time, I'll be honest, I, I specifically waited for a Kokomi release. I was I was somewhat in my mind I was like, could Kokomi like replace Chayo? So <laughs> But no. <laughs> Alright, RTG. Um uh, I'm gonna let Zaja finish. Uh, I can go after him. Yeah, where so the, the the point where I didn't agree was uh with Sinto comps not being like top, top comps. I think it's it's hard to define top comps because what comps perform the best is going to be incredibly dependent on what content you're fighting. That's fair. Yeah. But Sinto is incredibly like Sinto is a staple in single target comps and mm -hmm. is pretty solid in AoE comps as well. Like he's He's incredibly good in any taser variation. Uh, taser being Beto official Singto plus flexed. Um, he's necessary for Hu Tao, basically. Um, who's like really good in single target. So <clears throat> he's also like pretty good. Not always the best option, but pr probably the best single target option for Ayaka comps. Um, so I, I I don't really agree with with Singto not being like uh, like you you said like Singto is not really in top three comps I, right I was yeah I think like Singto comps are if I kept it rank in top ten there's definitely gonna be a few Singto comps in there but I personally don't think Singto is that much of like a top unit that if you don't that like if you run a child then you definitely gonna have a Sinkcho for the comp and then it's like all rainbows from there. I think there are a lot of situations where you don't actually run a Sinkcho on the other comp. That can uh, I just agree. Be there, there's child. Yeah. There's there's definitely comps that don't really want to run Sinkcho, but I think the main the main thing with that is most of these comps rely on multiple five star characters, and so mm -hmm. it's not really gonna be a reality that's shared by that many players. Most of these comps that don't there. really want Singto are like Morgana, which is basically Mona Venti Ganyu, right? Yep. <laughs> or, I mean, Xiao, which is like the only exception to that, who's like one five star character who doesn't particularly want Singto. But realistically, if you play Xiao in single target, he doesn't hate Singto at all. Uh, yeah, I, Ayla as well. I think that's but... a fair point, yeah. Uh, like actually that's a pretty interesting point that should like when should you roll when is a good time to roll a child should you roll a child like assuming if there is a new player like currently i would say a new player someone who plays it's around one to two patch before inazuma or plays from inazuma forward that's like a so new starting player starting at what banner then uh that's hmm. let's see. I don't actually remember what banner before in the Zumba. What's before Ayaka? It's Kazuha. Yeah, like let's say before Kazuha. Kazuha. Should you roll? When should someone start rolling for child? Like because I feel like child is a kind of unit that you need to have a lot of comp options already for him to be to for him to show his full potential. Child is not a unit, I would say it's core to a comp. 
that like change that like if you have a child you can build so a lot of comms around him that he's a cheap or beginner friendly unit to like play around do you need to be able to uh, build a lot of comps around a unit for them to be beginner friendly though like it depends on what other units you, you have right so so many of the of the strong four star teams rely heavily on Tsing Tso. Cause I like I've been I've been forcing myself to play four star only comps for like every abyss, get a clear at least at least one clear with a four star only comp, and those comps generally or basically always end up being sucrose taser so sucrose Fischl, Beto, Xingqiu, and reverse melt quick swap, which is uh, Bennett, Xiangling, Keio, Rosaria. But having child would be would let you replace that reverse melt quick swap for a Xiangling vape team which is much stronger yeah. you know yeah it's it's, it's mm-hmm. strong as it's strong as hell Xiangling is really really strong and so personally like having having that, like all that experience with those four star teams child just feels incredibly strong for players that don't have a lot of five star units the the, the main thing that i generally like the main guideline that, that like that come, the, the the thought process that comes to mind when someone asks me should I roll for child is I basically just look at do they have do they have Ganyu do they have Chao do they have Ayla and if they have <laughs> neither of those three it's basically always going to be yeah child would be a pretty good pull for your account. I think that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think we can kind of. What else do you guys want to add on that? Because um, I think that was a fair point. So like, the current topic My is Chiro for Chaya. Oh yeah, let me actually set up the title. I, I have it set up. So the current topic is on child's value. Should you roll on Chaya if you're a new player or maybe you're an old player? Generally speaking, it depends on the state of your account, but that's like given for every single character. Uh... Or My, is earlier, so. yeah. My thoughts on child are... <laughs> I mean, everything you guys said is kind of correct. Um, I think the main value out of child and so many units these days is that we're kind of approaching the point where like, or we are already at the point where there are units that are straight up better than others. And there are units that will be easier for you to play and units that are easier to build. Um, and child's value inherently is starting to show up as like, if you have units that can run orthogonal or if you have team compositions that don't need Shangling and Bennett, he's a very strong pickup. Um, because you can run whatever the fuck on your second side, and your child team will clear faster than almost anything else in the game. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about it. Like, there, there, I don't think there really is any ifs or buts here. Like, child's comms will work almost all the time in almost any content. Um, yeah. it, it it is very rare. That we run into like content where it's like okay well there's only single target and maybe there's two big targets they can't group at all and i don't know I, I, like how do you like sit ch- for child to be bad strong link has to be bad and it's very difficult for that to happen i yeah. i actually think so i i think international is strictly the best team in the game right now there's no question like he international is really good in single target yeah, which is seen against fighting Magu Genki, which is one of the harder chamber for people in this abyss. International is one of the best AoE in the game, which is the current troll free. There's zero scenario where international is like not the best. 
you you can like say like okay maybe raiden national is slightly better against single target like mago genki but in general raiden national or not raiden international is like really good against any type of content its biggest weakness quote unquote is single target but it's still really good in single target yeah it single target is still really good it's not like the team where single target is how to fall apart is like volcana volcana start to fall apart against single target or like mago genki right but international like doesn't mm -hmm. Even another thing in favor of international is sure, maybe you have Magu Kenki and you stroll against it with single target. But the thing is, running international on the other side allows you to run Hu Tao Sing Tio against the single True. target enemy True. so that you can True. just single target with that. Charles is an interesting character in terms of role value. I, I feel like. I honestly, I, mean, I, I I'm starting to think like the question is when should you not roll Chao instead of when should you roll Chao. Like I feel like Chao is kind of like a yeah. awful setup. That, that's, that's how I see it as well. Like it's just like uh, I I I consider a lot of characters either like basically always like if you if you're considering whether or not you should roll them, probably yeah. Like Venti, like Kazuha, right? And then there's characters that it's like basically no, like Yoimiya, like Deluke if he ever gets the banner, right? <laughs> and then there's characters that are like you try to find reasons to pull for them. And then there's characters that you try to find reasons not to pull for them, right? Where were reasons not to pull for them would be like because they're generally better than the ones that you have to find reasons to pull for them. And like it it, it should be harder to find a reason not to. Generally. How many units and have think... we had that are like that? Like Kazuha, maybe. No, I, I think I think Kazuha is a pretty good general recommendation. Basically, no. no I mean, like, um, how many how many units in the game are units that you think of? Why should I not pull for them? I think like, you should look for reasons to I not think, pull. Okay, for them. yeah. I think Zhongli. I think Raiden. I think. Kazuya Chayo? That's what. I, I think know. Child. I think those are the only three. I think Kazuya for me. Kazuha, like, if, if, if you have the available Primo gems and you're, like, you're wondering whether or not you should pull for him, probably, yeah. Like, it's. I, I don't think you really need to look for reasons not to. It's just Chai a must pull. <laughs> yes, yeah, just, uh, just pull him. Just pull him as well. I, I think. Oh, I don't. The only thing. The only thing I didn't agree with is Raiden there. But this is not a Raiden podcast, so it's fine. It's it's pretty interesting to see like how child power and rating, it like it steadily rises up every single patch that like, since like he was released. It just as we get more stuff, they just doesn't actually stack against child. It's more like mm -hmm. that's how I feel like. It's like the more the more things you get, the more. You realize how single dependency is kind of important, and you realize like not many character can uh, do the same thing as like single slash child. So therefore, child value just inevitably go up. Like like Kokomi could have <laughs> make child not a uh, must or not a <laughs> like if Kokomi <laughs> actually replaces child, then the discussion would be a lot different here. But that was not <laughs> what happened. <laughs> There's no way that's happening. Okay. There's no way that's happening. So we're gonna go ahead and segue into the next part. Um, we did mention how, like, Hu Tao, if you have, like, uh, sorry. Azel mentioned that Hu Tao 
could be played on the opposite side with the Shingsho, right? So now we're gonna just talk about Hu Tao's value here. Um, I'm personally, I'm, I get inundated literally every single fucking week about how good Hu Tao is by the best Hu Tao player in like the world, Jason, right? I like, I'm the person who's like found her animation cancel, so I dug this hole for myself, right? The thing I find about Hu Tao is that yes, she's good. Yes, she's the king of single target or queen of single target. Yes. She's really strong when you have the things for her. If you have C1, that's like a 20% damage increase. If you have Homa, that's another 20%. It's insane. It's very, very strong. But mm -hmm. you have to learn her animation cancels. That's it. I, I don't really think there's any ifs or buts. If you don't learn her animation cancels, you're not really playing the Hu Tao that we're talking about. You're playing a different character. Mm -hmm. Ho Tao animation cancel is very non-trivial I, I don't know i don't know if hard is the right word it's not necessarily true but it's definitely take a lot of time to get used to i tried it doing it and try practicing it and yeah. it's just at c0 uh, hard without a shield <laughs> very well, hard without a shield at c0 i think she was like a given too yeah i think c1 you can do without a shield um just because you can dash cancel and get so many iframes but c0 yeah. it's just super hard to do jump cancels without shield you guys think C0 Hu Tao is worth? Like, like with let's say the upcoming banner with Hu Tao, like, would you recommend people to say, oh yeah, Hu Tao banner is worth and recommend people to roll for it? Like, we can talk about Hu Tao value. Mm. If you have child, perhaps, oh. <laughs> you said you can run Hu Tao C2. <laughs> this is an interesting one. It's kind of, well, going back to the early topic, I feel like well, what Azel said is like, unless you have child, Hu Tao is most likely not really worth, which means no matter what between the two banner you should roll for Chayo. Because like like if, if the conclusion is oh Hu Tao is not worth unless you have Chayo, then that means you should roll for Chayo, right? So my perception on Hu Tao is she's the kind of unit that you have to stick with. Either you have to learn her animation cancels. And the, there are not many people who like if they play Hu Tao if you don't play Hu Tao for a while. There's a case where you just lose your muscle memory and you have to like relearn her all over again. So she's a unit that you have to play constantly. Or if you want to get to the point where you don't have to do that with Hu Tao, you have to invest in her so much that you basically clears a floor in one in around two to three rotations of Hu Tao, where you like screwing up some animation cancels does not matter that much. You either put in effort or you put in your resource. So... Resource as in... Like, resources like, are you, you put in about... enough resources that you don't have to do as much animation cancels. Or... Yeah, or that running out of stamina doesn't <laughs> hurt you as much because the enemies are dead. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when I, I was thinking, are we talking about resin? Are we talking about Brevo gems? <laughs> Okay. I mean, <laughs> with Utao, I would say both because she scales so hard on getting Homa and getting C1, right? Mm -hmm. So you can say both, both in-game resources, farmable resources, and also Primos. You can technically count Primo as resin because you can convert, so kind of, kind of scuff there because you can just farm more artifact and get better artifact that way. All right, it's here. It's so quiet. I think Saja wanted to say something, right? Wait, we keep cutting yeah, that off. Um, I mean, I wanted to like go back to my earlier points about like 
units that like are good for your accounts and you can try to find reasons not to pull for them. And I actually on like for Hutao specifically, I think she's it's it's safe to have the mentality she's probably not good for my account, and then go from there and try to find reasons to pull for them. Are you a player who enjoys mechanically difficult things? Or if you don't enjoy it, are you still willing to learn them? Are you struggling in single target? Do you have an available Singto because you don't use them on your other team? Those are the questions that you should be asking yourself. And unlike Child, where even if the situation doesn't really favor him, he's still a decent-ish pull, and you, like, <laughs> you'll still use him if you pull for him. Hutao, I don't think you generally will use if you're, or should use, if you're not willing, or if, if your answer to those questions isn't yes, like, I'm willing to do that. Especially with, uh, Xiangling, do we, do we want to dive into the topic of Hutao versus Xiangling? Because I think that's, like, one of the biggest reasons why you probably don't want to roll for Hutao is because mm -hmm. alter a alternative pyro DPS exists, and Unless you have child, they they uh I don't want to say share. Yeah, I was looking they, for a better. They yoink. They can have seen choose. They they are both dependent on Sincho, I would say. Yeah. Um. So I've talked about it before, and I if like a player asked me to recommend if it's a new player or someone who I don't know if they are really good at the game, ask me to like if they want to roll for Hotel Shanling. I well, Shanling is free. But invest, I would say invest is a better word. To invest in Hu Tao Shangling and play them, I would almost always recommend them to play Shangling just because of how much less effort needed and how Shangling has faster clarification than Hu Tao with less effort. And also, what's the word? Mm. Huh. I can't less think skills. Right now, but Less, less, less mechanic intensive. That's one Me of my less biggest problems. intensive, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can improve playing Shangling a lot faster than you improve playing Hu Tao. Like, mm. your trajectory over time playing Shangling is a lot easier because you just need to, like, refine. You just need to learn how to energy funnel with Shangling, learn how to use your snapshot abilities well, learn how to rotate with her. Like, if you have a Sucrose, learn when to BB or when to, like, give her EM. Those are very easy things to learn, and those things are a lot transferable to other units as well because they're core gameplay mechanics. Yeah, I would not like recommend like learning Hu Tao is almost always just learning how to do animation cancels, and also it's a really important part if you want to play the game well. I don't think there's learning to do cancel is more important than learning core mechanics such as EM sharing, BB timings. Bennett, damage rotations, those things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I agree with all of it. It's just... Hu Tao, at the upper ends of her team compositions, um, I'm not sure if everyone really knows this, but she's using Amber. <laughs> with Amber, or without LG. LG Amber. Yeah. Amber and Kazuha. And, Those are her best yeah. supports in... Well, Toma now. Uh, yeah, Toma, actually. Yeah, Toma. You actually so, replace uh, Amber with Toma. But, um... Yeah, like, that. that's the only way she really improves right now. Um, which is pretty interesting. Toma. Um, 
So on top of her like mechanical difficulty, now you're adding in like rotational difficulty and stuff like that. Um, it, it's pretty interesting still. Like if you're interested in a character that can be one of the best in the game, that can be like um, very unique against all others, and you want to learn animation mechanics, like that's what Hu Tao is for. Um, she's not really an auto win pool. Um, but yeah. That, that's what I would go if if you're on the fence about learning Hu Tao, you have to realize like you're going to be if you're going to make Hu Tao your carry, you're going to be playing Hu Tao for a very long time. I hope your hands can handle it. I think one thing to mention is at the very, very, very lowest level, uh, for like very casual players, they probably will find Hu Tao easier to play just because they can't battery Xiaoling correctly, can't like cast Bennett buff before selling burst stuff like that but once you learn basic game mechanics uh then selling becomes easier to play just because who's out uh mechanics are probably harder to get used to than learning how to battery units correctly um so right. you do need to like have some knowledge of how to play selling in order to play her decently but it's not like as difficult as it is to learn how to play hotel it's like there's a what? curve, right? Like at the very lowest end, yep. Hu Tao is easier. In the middle, Xiangling is the easiest. And at the very highest end where you're like uber good at the game, you can like do animation cancels perfectly, then like there's not really a difference because the Hu Tao skill uh, requirement you've already overcome. I think, I think this comes back to what Art was talking about right before the podcast. I think it was Art where like if, if they're not willing to like learn the basic game mechanics why the hell are they watching a theory crafting podcast that is fair yeah <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but I, I can understand what azo is coming at because especially with Li being like a really popular choice in hu tao team you just run Li and you stop dodging and then you just do charge attack you don't do anything else you, you literally just hold left click down kind of and hopefully you you beat the chamber with your investment and your uh stamina or something like that which not impossible if you just hyper invest but I wanna... I, I think a lot of us always talk about how Xiaoling is better than Hu Tao, but I also want to talk about uh, aspect where Hu Tao is better than Xiaoling. I feel like we don't address that enough. So, like, it's not... Because I think, like, to say, like, Hu Tao is completely worse than Xiaoling is not true at all. There's definitely scenarios where Hu Tao is better than Xiaoling. The biggest one, aside from, well, single target might be a some quote-unquote obvious but the biggest difference between Xiaoling and Hu Tao is actually Hu Tao bursts come out a lot higher and a lot faster because Xiaoling have a setup time what I like to call setup time which is you have to drop your Xiaoling Bennett like DPS and then stop shot Xiaoling is sustained DPS I would say yeah and, and Xiaoling have a setup time like you have to drop Bennett you have yep. to snapshot and then you have to switch to your hydro which is what people want to shout before you can start doing damage Hu Tao is like you click E and you start doing damage and it's very high burst damage it's front loaded basically. Yeah, and it's front loaded. Mm -hmm. For for stuff like the uh hypostasis cube, it's really noticeable how much better it uh Shanling is at oh not Shanling. It's really yeah, noticeable. Like one <laughs> yeah, it's very noticeable <laughs> when your Hu Tao can like one shot the hypostasis. The difference between Hu Tao and Shanling is massive, as in it's a lot more favorable for Hu Tao. And obviously they with do put hypostasis in Abyss, which is in the current abyss. So that's his a valid argument to play Hu Tao. 
think with another history uh, of abyss they are including a fair bit of bosses enemies so enemies with a lot of vulnerable fate in vulnerable faces like that's a very strong point for hu tao she's it's a lot easier to react to when you can actually deal damage to them with hu tao i'm not sure if this trajectory continues but it's been like this for two to three patches so it's something that is semi-reliable to now so that's something to consider yeah like uh, quickly jumping in again, like I feel like like I'm trying to list all the recent enemy real quick, but like Maku Genki have two faces, which is slightly more favorable for Hu Tao aside from the fact he's single target, simply because Shanling long sustained damage is less favorable when you hit into his invon. Same with uh, whatever that mechanical array is, like if you can time your Hu Tao up time during his vulnerable phase, it's gonna be way better than Did trying to do with Shanling because Shanling have a setup time so you lose vulnerable timer there and Hu Tao just way better at fighting those enemy than yeah. Shanling is I don't know what else is if you guys can name enemies I'm trying to I'm yeah trying to I think there are two other things in addition to just boss and vulnerability phases that Hu Tao has an advantage in first and most obviously I think it's just she doesn't use Bennett and that's just such a big mm -hmm. plus just because Bennett is so powerful um you can use Bennett on your other side and like yeah, you can definitely use Hu Tao Bennett together, but like, why increase Hu Tao's damage by like nothing? Or like maybe slightly, or even a slight decrease in team damage rather than boosting your other team's damage by like 50, 100%. Yep. Um, and secondly, I think people tend to kind of overlook uh, mobility a bit. Child is like kind of interesting in terms of mobility you can run around with Xiaoling's burst and all that but i was playing a bunch of international versus the magu kenki yesterday and one thing that i noticed was sometimes i would like drop my bennett burst i would then try to get Xiaoling set up but then the magu kenki would like dash to the other side and then i would have to reset up or have to like or like child's burst wouldn't hit far enough to actually reach him but hu tao you can just dash over and then keep on hitting things um, because yeah. like circle impact is a thing with Bennett, so that's another thing in favor of Hutel. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I think another one would be how like sometimes you're just not gonna care enough to properly group the enemies. I think current twelve through three is a great example of that, where if you're not willing to learn the enemies like attack patterns and the way you can group them properly. It doesn't matter if you have AoE because the enemies aren't going to be grouped up. And at, the, at a point like that, then Hu Tao could have an advantage over, over Xiangling. I think we can kind of segue into Homa versus C1 because those are the two oh, yeah, that's largest very... power spikes of Hu Tao. Yep. Mm -hmm. and uh... So, my take on this uh... is... Yeah. This one is a salt question, by the way. I mean, yep. like, um... yeah, but people ask it all the time it's anyway. It's mostly just for informative. Yep. So... It's mostly an informative question more than a debate. But it depends on what you prefer. Homa is one of the most versatile and powerful five star polearm we have to date. It's still an insanely consistent and insanely strong polearm for multiple characters across the board. Like Raiden, Rosaria, Hu Tao, every single 
Poem in the game currently can use Homa. So if you if you're not also and so if you're looking for a weapon that is transferable and something that benefits your account overall, then Homa is a much better pull than say one. However, if you really like Hu Tao and you think like you're gonna play Hu Tao for a really long time, C1 is a great quality of life. However, there are combos that you can do without C1 that still makes Hu Tao competitive enough that you don't necessarily need C1. Personally, mm, I like. Want to add on that? I, I like. If I have to choose, I would pull for Constellation one, assuming that I'm wanting to play Hu Tao. But but if you don't want to play Hu Tao, then there's no point of pulling for Constellation, right? Mm -hmm. But assuming I want to play Hu Tao, I would go for Constellation one just because, aside from the huge damage increase, playing with LC one sucks, like a lot. So, <laughs> the thing is, is, um, this is not like really like an unknown quantity like we know how much damage she loses and gains with each uh, animation cancel jason has like all of this calc out and it will be on the website like whenever he finishes the guide but the basic thing is is that doing your animation cancels is the best way to get damage on hotel hands down in almost every single scenario learning how to do her n2c jump if you're at c0 or n2c dash at c1 is better value than getting the staff of homa but but right if you're at the point where your investment allows you to not really care about your animation candles the point where you already do so much fucking damage um constellation one starts looking a lot better um they're really like it, it's a pretty hard question to answer um because there's different there's a lot of like levels of play that you're looking at here for Hu Tao and analyzing that it's not really easy to say like one you should upgrade her in this level in, in like this order unless you're a Hu Tao main if you're a Hu Tao main it should be learn the animation cancels pick up the staff of home and then constellation one in that order that's like that's like how the progression gets um as as someone who's had uh Utah C1 forever and has played her at C0. C1 isn't like that big of a deal if you learn how to do her jump cancels. It's more damage if you do the dash cancels for sure, but um, it's not as big of a jump as it is like getting a staff of Homa. I think one thing to mention though is her can you might find her cancels to be hard if you aren't running a team which allows you to do them easily. I.e. if you're not running Geo Bros where you have Zhongli's shield to allow you to do jump cancels easily, or you're not running Freeze Melt where enemies are frozen so they can't hit you. Um, anyways, if you're running something like Kazuo Amber C0, you might have more trouble doing jump cancels, in which case maybe C1 looks more attractive, I don't know. Um, Either like maybe you want C1 or you you just run a different team, honestly. I would recommend just running a different team, but yeah. Thinking of Homa, Homa also have lesser value now because Katrix is like it's like Homa arguably is 
you can say it's better in terms of damage for like character like Shaoling or Raiden, but when you factor in energy, it's not necessarily better than Cash R5. Uh, we're talking about Homer R1, obviously, not 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 R5 Homer versus R5 Catch. So because R5 Catch exists, the appear appeal of being able to put it on character like Shaoling or Raiden become a lot less as well. Yep. I'm actually curious what they're gonna put on the. Oh, we don't even know if Homer is coming back, but presumably it is, and I'm curious what they're gonna put on the Homer banner. I feel like yeah, that's I think that's like a bigger problem. Um, <laughs> they gonna even run Homer. <laughs> like if Homer isn't being run with like, like the last Homer banner with WGS and pretty the last sick Homer stars, banner was it's... probably the most. The last yeah, Homer yeah, banner was so. Weapon insane. banners are kind of designed to like fuck you in the butthole. Okay, like these things are not friendly to the average player like ever. There's literally. That, that's literally the only banner it has ever been like a pretty good decision to roll on the banner and it's only when you have really strong options for everyone and where you're at the point where you need weapons for the characters that you have yep never lose the weapon 50 50 like me easy <laughs> good one i honestly think they this is going off track but i honestly think they'll bring homer back and they'll bring a good weapon alongside just because it's so so bait like the homer wgs banner was so bait that they're just gonna do it again because everyone is gonna roll like it's the most profitable thing to do for me Hoyo. i think i think at that point it's not really bait it's just a really good decision to roll because we haven't had like a weapon banner that you can say definitively that like roll on this thing for like a while it's like or it's almost always one like really mediocre option and an op and an option that is either best in slot for the characters on banner then, or just Memory a Charles weapon to cover for like a really shit best in slot weapon. If that banner have, if we actually have another Wolf Crystal and Homa banner, I, I would definitely recommend you to roll on it because it's a very rare occurrence and like one that like you should try to go for. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, honestly, I don't actually think Wolf's Gravestone is that good. It, uh, it's not, to just be honest. Be, just because I think people probably have highly refined serpent spines by now, that I mean, probably will outperform their toughness. On people mm. that aren't free to play. Yeah, fair enough. But not everyone. That's true. If you, if you don't have battle also, pass, then yeah, that's fine. That's true. Also, it's like. They are more than wanted. A lot of comms run like more than one to two palm users or one to, or more than one to two claymore users, right? And having I don't know. I, I wouldn't really having... analyze it like that. Everyone's account is just too different at this point. It's just been too long into the game. That's Can't weird. really make any assumptions like that. Oh, I mean, I don't really think there's much else to say for Homa. It's a great weapon. If the banner's cool, we'll say something about it. But otherwise, it's it's just a weapon. Oh. 10 10 minus 60. <laughs> but I, my, my, one of my fragile resin expired. <laughs> I lost 60 resin. Dude. Anyway, I was opening my inventory to look at my WGS that I don't use anymore. Like, I have a WGS and I literally don't use it anymore just because there's no one I can put it on. And I have an R5 Serpent Spine. So if I ever want to claim more character, I just run this. I think WGS oh, yeah. so, is not as good anymore. We also wanted to go over the 
artifact sets for child, right? How yeah, and child I, I think since we're talking cool. about banner, we can talk about uh, Polar Star, which is the new signature weapon for child. The Polar Star, we can talk about banner and Polar Stars. Yeah, we can talk about Polar Star. Um, uh. I actually wrote out the Before You Wish script for that like two days ago, so. Oh, I still need to review that. Sorry, Fluffy. <laughs> No, I'm lay it on us. How good is it? How bad is it? All right. So Polar Star, um, its value is semi-dependent on what setup you use. So for example, if you do the double VV double vape setup with Kazuo, where you E and one C into a Bennett Q into a Kazuo Holdy, blah, 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 where you can get three stacks before your burst. Uh, very good. Even if you don't do that setup though, like maybe you just do an N1 before you go into burst, it's still going to be Thundering Pulse. So like numerically, I think, yes, you can consider it a Homa tier weapon. The issue is just Homa is so good because there aren't really any other like weapons that are as good as it. For Polar Star, you have Skyward Harp and you have Thundering Pulse, which have similar stat lineups, which make it so that like Polar Star's value is massively decreased if you have one of those two. Like, I would not recommend rolling at all for Polar Star if you have Harp or Thundering Pulse. Which which means that a lot of people probably shouldn't roll, because Harp is a standard banner weapon. Um, which means that it's probably... A large portion of people probably don't have it. I don't have it. Um, but there are going to be more people who have it than um, other, like, limited 5-star weapons. Mm -hmm. Also, memory of dust. Uh, yeah, memory that's okay. of dust. Memory <laughs> of dust <laughs> is aside from the fact that it's so bad. There's, I realize there's all the callus users are pretty bad. I don't know. Uh, just like, catalyst has the same problem that I just say. It's just with there's so many witches banners now that I think a lot of people have witches and like witches are high refined on catalyst are actually competitive with five-star weapons or even sometimes beat Dude, them fuck catalyst dps so, all right let's move on <laughs> there's, not, there's nothing there's nothing here to say okay there's callous there dps hasn't been a catalyst there hasn't been a catalyst dps literally every yeah, single one of them is a ttds slave there's no TD, that's, that's why i said there's no there's no callous dps says, come on bro. they're all just ttds slave ningguang can run the prototype but like that's that's it everyone it's else bad. is just bad just use whatever you have. Like that's the answer. <laughs> uh, like, don't pull for memory dust. <laughs> it blows. Polar star. It's cool, but don't roll it if you already have harp and thundering pulse. Like that's it. Yeah. It, I was actually really thinking. I was thinking yesterday. Like, what if they made like a millennial series catalyst? I was like, wait, that's just TTTS. <laughs> yep. Actually, the it'd probably be worse than TTTS. It's probably be worse than TTTS as well. I was thinking. You need the yeah, I mean, considering what they did with the donut. <laughs> it might be better because, like, at least it would have stats, you know? TTDS's only problem is that it doesn't have stats. Oh, good thing none of them do anything That's anyway. Yeah, but they don't have to do anything <laughs> anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, something like Elegy on Venti is, like, actually pretty good. Like, not far behind the other weapons in terms of damage. Oh, yeah. And something like Freedom 4 like, on Kazuha. Um... Right. Yeah, uh, I meant like the catalyst. Yeah, don't really. I mean, like none of the catalyst characters do anything except DDDS. I I guess you can say Sucrose give Yem. Okay, if Milanif have Yem substat for Sucrose, 
and it could be seen, right? Do you TTZS had EM? No, or? like if there's a middle of book. Oh, uh, okay. A millennial book, yeah. Yeah, um, millennial book. Oh, sorry. Millennial book, yeah. Yeah, because then you would just be able to run Sucrose Taser and then you would just buff your. Yeah, and then it would see play. It would, you have to have the EM self stud. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, we can just move on to the child build stuff. There, I didn't really want to spend too much time on Polar Star and anything like that. Child build. I think it's pretty. I think Sacha want to talk about Steven Dower so bad right now. Yeah. Man, it's such a fucking dog shit set. I hate it. Wait, are people saying Shimenawa who child? It's apparently it's a pretty yeah, common saying. Even though I, I, I... is it like, in the child guide? It does function. Right? It does function, it does boost his damage, but like unless you're like actually one rotationing stuff, <laughs> if you lose if your Shimon was makes you lose out on one burst, it's worse than running two piece Shimon was and nothing else. <laughs> like the four piece effect is pretty much literally a downside if, if it makes you lose your burst. On, on, like, on, on, if you, it, if it delays your burst enough that it fucks over your rotation. Also, you have to not use your that's, range yeah. burst. Oh no, you can use your range burst to refund at I. You can use your range burst to okay. refund. The, uh, according to the official guide by Child Main 3 Escape, it is the Blessed Bleach, Heart of Death's Wanderer's Troop, better than, like, Heart of Death's Glad or SR. And, it's only in main DPS rotations that <laughs> Shimano's reminiscence is viable. Wait, what's a main DPS rotation? I guess fireworks. Oh, stay on him for a pretty long? I think that means they just stay on for a very, yeah. very long yeah. time. <laughs> like with C6 Chai or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm actually curious. With C6 Child, is it actually possible to even run Shimano's? Because you have to use your melee burst, right? You, Which you means that. that you you already have a minus 60 and then you subtract 15 or you add 15 to that. So you have a 75 energy cost. I don't know. I don't have C6 Child and I don't think C6 Child TC is probably too relevant considering that not many people have him. But I'm not even sure if you can run Chibinawa with, with C6. Yeah, Chibinawa is just bad. Chibinawa... It's not even. It's really resin efficient, but that's like the only good thing about it. I, think. I mean, is it really resin efficient to get oh, a downside? Uh, no, I'm not talking about child. Whoops. I mean, I mean, uh, in general, I was speaking in general. Yeah, but yeah, in general, it is a resin. It's resin efficient. efficient. As, as the four four set on child, it's like, oh. that domain is just pretty good. To that domain is so good. Mm. That domain is so good. Other than that, I think. But actually, in, in in terms of child sets in general, like people people are way too attached to the four piece heart of death. It's it is his best set, but by like two percent. If you're yeah, if you're two piece heart of death, gives him substats. if you if you're if you're two piece heart of death, two piece gladiator has like one more good substat. It's probably better. Yeah, it's definitely better. Um, I think a pretty good rule of thumb is one increase in substat is a three percent increase in damage. And it's a 2% gap between Heart of Death and other sets, so 3% greater than 2%. Yeah, so why I use 4-piece Heart of Death on Child, so I don't have to look for other artifact. I just slam the 4 Heart of Death I have on, Bruh. and call it a day. But, Bruh. but the the Blizzard Shared Domain is 
Because you, if you're going to farm for Blizzard, you have to farm for a 4 set. There's no question. Like, you have to farm for 4 set Blizzard. So the chances of you getting hard of that 4 is actually not that low. Which is interesting. Like, that's like the only... One okay. of the only reason why hard of that 4 is not actually grief. Yeah, I have a really big important question for you. What about Bowline Child? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Hey, I don't dislike Pepe it. Laughter. But are you really going to farm Petra? That no, domain is no. the worst one in the game, isn't it? Petra's not. It's all my head. Like, Petra is useless, Bola is useless, kinda. Right? Petra or. Well, VB is pretty bad. Very decent. Well, because. VB itself is too good. VB itself is really. What the? I'm gonna I mean, have to have a stern yeah. talk with Risuke, okay? I don't <laughs> see Bolide on the guide. It's true. Oh, by the way, I want to mention it real quick. I think for, for some reason, I heard there's this misconception of child that you need to build a high crit rate on child because you have to proc Riptide. And I'm 99% sure you don't need to crit to proc Riptide at all. No, you just apply them once. You just apply them once and like, you just continuously yeah, you just apply. apply with your range yeah, burst. Yeah, range burst applies anyway, so you don't even need to yeah. apply it in the first place. I range saw apply. a meme on Twitter about this. It, this is actually, no, no, this, you guys don't understand. This is like a real thing. People think that you need like a hundred percent crew rate to play yeah, child. Like I'm serious. Someone, like so my friend showed me a meme on Twitter about this guy who like he's like fine and I can play child now. He's a hundred percent crew rate, right? And like a hundred twenty percent crew damage. And then the screenshot is his damage and it's four hundred damage. <laughs> and and like so someone is telling people to run a hundred percent crew rate child, like I so, think the the main thing is like so many people run like Fucking 20% crit rate and 300% crit damage on him because he's a fucking nuke, right? Hmm. Hmm. That's mostly for like speedrun purposes. That's like every single speedrun showcase. You would be fucking yeah. surprised. Oh god. At the amount oh, no. of people. Oh no. <laughs> that actually like run that kind of crit ratio on him. I feel like you have to, I guess, I don't know, but I want to say if you want to do that, you better know what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, you better not do that. Which, I don't know, I guess people don't know what they're doing in this follow, follow mm. example. I don't even know. Uh, Child Nuke is... Hmm. I mean, I don't even know if there's any particular thing to talk about with Child Nuke. It's pretty good. I think Duke at that damage. point it's gone to, yeah. But that's kind of close to the whale territory, right? Like, yeah, I don't think like, we have any important thing to talk about. I think there is one thing that you could talk about, um, and that's multi-wave, uh, multi-wave encounters where you can just really easily clear one wave with the child nuke and then just DPS with Xiaoling, Xiaoling babe the other wave down. Um, but that's pretty speed run territory ish. Uh, it is a pretty good use for it, though. Uh, I think 1010, I sent you a video yesterday on your stream that showed uh, someone nuking down the second wave of 1232, or I think it was 1231, uh, with Child Burst. And I think it is it is something that can be considered. Um, wait, I, I saw the thing that Art sent was 103.5% crit rate. <laughs> right. 100% current rate meme. Alright. 
Uh, I mean, to be fair, I do run. I, I do like unironically run that ratio on my child when I when I play him. I think it's not bad, because like, child, like that's what I was I'm saying. I'm tired of not critting on my burst. <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> it just sucks, man. No, have you have you played Yula before? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I have eighty five percent. I have eighty five percent crit on Yula, right? And I did a a long time ago. I did like a one shot uh, attempt on twelve three. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't. I, you, I cannot yeah, tell you how many times I missed the crit. I cannot. <laughs> Did you Ninety percent is the same as zero. No, by the way, by the way, freeze child is decent. This is amazing. Oh, you want to talk about freeze child shit? Let's talk about. Well, I don't think we really went into child team calm, but well, the guide says on paper, freeze child is as strong and blizzard straight is as strong as artifact set. Assuming you're hitting a frozen enemy, it's his highest DPS set in a freeze comp. Blah blah blah. Obviously, hmm. um, yeah. You guys run freeze child with support Ganyu. <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You should. You, if you're running Beast Child, you should run support Ganyu. But the problem is, then you're running a support Ganyu. No, 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 no. You don't run Beast Child with support Ganyu. You run Ganyu with support Child and support. <laughs> that's what. I mean, the, the, the thing yeah. is, like, it is actually good. It is. But in such a narrow niche that it's not worth building generally, because basically, like, Child's Riptides are really really good when you have a lot of enemies because they're quadratic scalings mm -hmm. meaning that yep. the more enemies you have the more damage you deal to each enemy and free is really good to keep enemies together and blizzard Strayer is also his like highest damaging artifact set and those three things together mean that if you can group enemies together and freeze them together like he can actually go pretty fucking hard its main weakness is that because you're reliant on being against multiple enemies, if one of the enemies die, you lose DPS. So you want all of the enemies to not die. You want all of the enemies to have the same-ish amount of max HP. That way, you can use your quadratic scaling for all of their health bar. And if one of the enemies is significantly tankier than the others, then like you're going to kill like all the squishy enemies incredibly fast, and then your DPS is going to tank. Which is why um, I remember a, a while ago we had a 12-3 second half with like one Pyro Agent, one uh, Electro Tsitsin Mage, and one Cryo Tsitsin Mage. And Freeze Child was really good at that. Mm -hmm. And right now with the, the Sentinels that have relatively similar HP to uh, Rune Hunter and Rune Guard, um, it is also pretty decent. It's obviously not as good as uh, as Vape Child, but you might just have a Vape, a, vape uh, a national team with Shangling on one team, and Freeze Child can definitely cover the other side. Uh, I I don't want to play support Ganyu, so I'm going to question Baron. And I if I, I do it, I do it with um <clears throat> with 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 Kaya generally. Uh huh. Uh, well, I mean, I have a guy. Okay, so we want? Gonna... Do we want to have the conversation about Genshin good bad game design? Maybe we could have a. We can do it next time. Your friend, maybe you have your friend come on sometime. Oh, 
Yeah, Aizo was talking to me about it. Okay. About, uh, Game designer friend. Are we are we completely done with Chow versus Hu Tao? If not, uh, are yeah, we? I we can do that. I think yeah. I think we can do a quick conclusion, and then we can move on. How about this? Okay, we'll talk about the abyss real quick, and then we'll do closing thoughts on anything. Uh, I was gonna say then, we do. Uh, we can take okay. questions. Closing thoughts yeah. before we talk about abyss, because then round up the topic. But I don't know. What do you guys want? Well, I think this is important to talk about. Okay, yeah, we can do this. Let's sure, let's, let's talk about... Cool. Alright, who fucking wants to start? Hate this abyss. Yeah, I fucking right. hate it. it, it ah. I... So, okay, sure, I'm going. For those of you who don't know, I started a free-to-play account a little bit over two months ago. And I got to... I got... I managed to get 36 stars in the last abyss. Um, in this abyss, it took me like two hours of resetting to get 33 stars. It is such a huge increase in DPS check and just difficulty. It is crazy. Like, it's it's such a massive increase. And on top of that, hmm. um, in the previous Abyss, at least one of the sides was significantly harder than the other side. And because of that, if you had one really, really invested unit, then you could get away with putting that unit uh, on, on, on the hard side and putting a slightly weaker team on the other side. You can't do that anymore. 12-3, like, they have about as much HP, a little bit more on the second half, but, like, about as much on both halves. It's, 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 it's such a massive increase in power. Yeah. It makes me very it, much. Isn't it interesting how, just how units, like, are spaced and how, like... Their AI like moves impacts like so much about the abyss. Like mm -hmm. maybe like the HP increase is not that high. Maybe it's you know like you know maybe the HP does go up. But if they separate the enemies out into more waves or put them further away from each other, the barrier to getting a thirty-six star clear is so much higher. It's like I I, I managed to figure out some uh, a few strategies to like group the enemies together. Right for the first wave of, of the first half, it's uh, it's destroyers, the, the the snake things, and what you want to do is you want to like go far enough from them that you can see both of them. Uh, each of them has a fifty percent chance to like burrow in the ground and reemerge near you, and if you see one of them do that, you go to the other one so that they're grouped together, and the ruin hunter goes to you. But it's like there's a twenty five percent chance that they both don't do that, and then you have to reset. <laughs> then. On the second, on the on the on the second wave, it's ruined cruisers, the triangles, and if you're close to them, there's a 50% chance that they'll do um, their like waves attack, and a 50% that they'll do the back step, which brings them really far away from you, and so you gotta get lucky with that, and you can like you can try to bait the back step and try to put them into a wall, but it takes a long time to do that, and you have to do it with both of them. And then on on twelve three first uh, on twelve three uh, second half for the first wave, it's again ruin cruisers, and you have to like group them. But in order to do that, you have to like you have to force them to do their 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 back attack, and it's RNG and it takes a while. And then at the end, it's the ruin defenders, which if you have a range unit, they're gonna block half of your damage, and and like even if you don't. Again, they also have an RNG attack that, that brings them to you. And if they don't do it, they're not grouped. It, there's, like, there, like, there's so many layers of RNG with the enemy attack patterns that it, like, 
it artificial artificially increases the like the D the DPS check by so fucking much. Like, that's an interesting point. So, like during before Inazuma, one of the statements that like I usually say is that player investment levels outscales abyss difficulty levels. However, like now I feel like that's not the case anymore. Mm -hmm. it Even definitely take yeah, investment. Like. First, like, the first Inazuma Abyss, they just spiked up enemy HP by so much that, like... Did he cut off? Or just me? Botchek? Uh, Botchek? Oh, I think Citri just cut off. Botchek? <laughs> okay, Bot well... Check. Anyways, uh, yeah. I... My editor just gave me my yeah, Abyss video, like... so I'll upload that today. <laughs> but... Uh, the, the, the Abyss difficulty is scaling faster than a player can invest. Uh... Like, if it keeps going like that, a player that isn't able to 36-star right now will never be able to 36-star because their investment will never go as fast as the Abyss difficulty scaling. Just pull the newest units. What do you mean? They're just power creeps. There's no good unit. It's a problem, too. There's no good unit. I... Speaking of which, I... Actually, uh, I did the Abyss on stream, I think, two days ago. And I actually think the Abyss is easier, but only if you're a veteran player and you have top tier meta character and you have those top tier meta character build and those tier have to be specific one, like not Yomi, for what example. What do you mean easier? What part is easier? Like if you're playing Volcana National, you just AOE everything it's... down. That, okay, but it's... That's what it's I mean still, though. Like it's You still need more damage. It's not even easy. uh, com not strictly compared to the yeah. You do. Is it if you if you AOE everything? It's not. It's so much worse. If everything hits right? everything, which won't happen ever, it's a it's little like bit. Little bit, better. yeah. A little uh, bit. Uh, better. Tenten, you also have to realize, like, when was the last time Ganhu was run? <laughs> yeah, that's my only issue. She hasn't like, got a rerun yet. That's my only issue. Right? So is... the point is, the point being is. If a player started today, maybe they started actually, maybe they started five months ago, maybe they started four months ago, maybe they started the day after the Ganyu banner ended. What is that player supposed to do? Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring. That's why I said like, available to them. You have no unit through the abyss yeah. as well now, as like the best uh, units. I feel like nowadays the units are not up to par. You have to have that's what Wait, I mean. But like, you have to have specific meta units. I do you think this abyss lends itself really well to IFL though. I didn't run Ayaka on purpose because I know Ayaka is too good. And Raiden, potentially. Because Raiden is really good against heavy enemy and even though Raiden- We, we say Raiden like have less AOE than Child, but the fact that they're so tightly gripped up when you can grip them up, like make it, make it so that Raiden actually have AOE too. With uh, Herbert. Ayaka can one phase the ruin monsters. You need Ayaka's burst to hit for 30k in order to one phase the ruin, the ruin monsters. That's so easy to <laughs> that chest, I can love 30k too. <laughs> uh, I do you think Ayaka is better than Ganyu this abyss? That's one of the this abyss, yes. I think yes, overall, right? No. Yeah, I think I, it's hard to say. I think over there has been multiple abyss where Ayaka just, is kind of favorite, but I don't want to say Ayaka is better is, than like, Ganyu just because the answer the answer that is it depends. <laughs> Ganyu is better when the units can be grouped and there's at least three of them. In or all three. Because yeah, it, better than Ayaka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In 12-3, it's not... They're not groupable. And even if they do group, they just, like, 
fucking teleport around, you know? They yeah. just do and they're like too far. And they can't, even, they can't, even when they're yeah, they can't really AO each other. The icicles kind of yeah. spawn too far away from yeah. each other. Like, their, their hitbox is too big. And so, like, because they yeah. can stop I, I, okay, it's better than Ganyu this abyss yeah. for sure. That's that's why I didn't want to play Ayaka, it's kind of... <laughs> I mean, it's not like Ganyu can't clear it. She'll yeah, literally one-shot the Ruin Hunters with Mount. <laughs> but, like, mm. again, we're talking about, like, super high-level investments. Okay. Like, I mean, any closing thoughts on the abyss, guys? Fuck it. I, fuck I just think that they are, like, uh... I mean, for, overall speaking, it's but, harder and... For 90% of the players, it's harder. too many artificial friction. There's just way too many artificial friction that, like, it doesn't really teach the player how to, like, improve or, like, how to play the game better. It's just you have to, like, fish for, like, it's just a time waster that, like, when certain things just line up, you somehow clear it. And, like, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel rewarding. It's... Yeah, it really doesn't. I think it just feels like it's punishing you. Oh, if we find an yeah. actual, if, if there's, well, not find one, if, we, if there's like an actual way of grouping them and it's not like, like, it's okay of being a little bit RNG dependent, but it has to like, like, because the thing is like with, I don't know, the triangles, it's like they can teleport away and you, you doom. Like, they have to not, I think if they remove that, it's actually not that bad. Like, as in, I'm okay with the, the snakes. Yeah. Being RN a little bit RNG grouping, but once you group them, you're good, right? Like it's not like they're mm -hmm. it's not like they just go away. Like I think that's okay, right? And then the, the triangle, or I don't know, for some reason we call them triangle. Now, okay, apparently that's yeah, their name. I, I think I think you should generally try to go for a freeze team on second half if you if you have one. They're just so strong against the triangles because like if you group them once, you can keep them grouped forever. Really, really nice. Yeah, it's it's Actually, not just one of the nice things I can tell. By the way, <laughs> you get the if you run melt, you can just EQ it for like 300,000 damage pretty. Yeah, once you're, uh -huh. I feel like once you're able to position them, they should be just remain group. Having having RNG element where it just randomly screw you over, kind of like here's like oh my god, I lost this run because this guy decided not to group anymore. Kind of kind of dumb. And this abyss is so emphasis on grouping like you have you pretty much have to get a good grouping or you you do like i think there's no question about that one like if you don't group yeah you do mm -hmm. and then your aoe have to hit all of them which depend on the team you're running might not be too bad ciao <laughs> uh we're approaching i think we're a little over time now yeah we're, oh we don't really we're, have no, we're still uh, a little under time because we started a little late but um time yeah, that's really we're like it's hard. Yeah. Okay, we'll do our closing statements. Any closing thoughts from anybody? Um, we'll go through one by one. Um, you can shout yourselves out all your stuff. I'll shout you guys in the Twitch chat, send your links and stuff. And then uh, we'll take some questions and then you guys can leave whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For people who are watching the podcast, potentially, we take live questions at the end of the podcast on the Kachain main Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kachain mains. So, and for people who are there, you can probably ask questions and then we will answer them. Keep it, uh, I think we want to, I don't know how you guys did it last time, but I think try to keep it to more the topic of this podcast, which is either Child Hutao or the Abyss. Mm. And uh, if you're not watching this live, then uh, come watch it live. 
catch us <laughs> next time. Probably have also, another one next week. Where is this going to be uploaded, by the way, for anyone who joined in the middle? I, I don't know. I think has. I think it's my channel because Jinx is not okay. here. This will I mean, be on Titan's channel. Is there anyone else where is there anywhere else we're uploading this? Unless we want to make a new YouTube channel just for this. Because otherwise I can just post it on mine, but I mean I don't know. Really no, I, I can I can post it on I can, I'll just post okay. it. It's, it's gonna be on Titan's okay. channel for anyone who joined in the middle. Okay. Alright, what's give me a clickbait hello. Fog. Uh Child <laughs> versus Hotel. Easy. <laughs> just do right, Dairy Crafting Roundtable 2. That's literally it. That's all you have to do. Okay. <laughs> uh uh. I'm Artesian, so I'm the head of theory crafting at KQM. You can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash mains. Uh, you can find other content that's like adjacent to me at youtube.com slash Uh We have a Twitter and all that stuff. You can find all our socials on the Twitch. That's it. Who wants to go next? Let me add it. Let me add the stuff for you guys. We can go in order, Azo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to shout out since I don't have social media. I will say, though, uh, we do have a guest lined up for next time. It is someone who is another content creator um, that y'all might know, and that's all I'll say for now. Chaz, I'm on the pop off. What did you say? <laughs> is, it, is it the one oh, you mentioned in the, in yep. the, in the chat? We know who it is, yeah, but I, I was going to say Chaz, I'm on the pop off. Sekapoko? <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, for me, there's not much to say about me, but like, if you guys see like my guides and stuff, just check it out. Like, read it just to like and give me feedback. Other than that, not nothing much. I don't really. I'm not that active on social media, so. <laughs> uh, if you're watching the podcast is you should be watching on my channel now if you're not twitch.tv slash 1010 games and uh apparently i have a twitter but i don't use it so i don't care and Saja. uh i am the jeff i am currently molding in abyss i hope you all have a great day you can find me at twitch.tv slash the jeff 77 and uh, i mold a lot so if, if you're a person who enjoys watching other people suffer, you will probably have a good time in my stream. Alright, closing thought. Alright, we can start from, I don't know, do we just want to go? Like, any, anyone have any closing thought? <laughs> mm. Well, I guess I can go first. Uh, pretty fun podcast today. Um, just... Remember, uh, just want to add a disclaimer that even though, like, we, like, try to give, like, unbiased as much as possible, get as much unbiased information as possible, it's, like, decisions, like, roll for units or, like, roll for constellation weapons is, at the end of the day, your choice. So, just be responsible and do what you think is best. Like, we don't take responsibility for pure, like using way too much of their savings or anything but yeah we're just here to help we are not here to tell people what to do definitively anyone else yeah play volcano and international <laughs> <laughs> I can love I can love wow hardo 
Wow. I love it. I Fuck can't Halloween. believe I got C5 Chi Chi. Oh my. Okay, that's it. That's it for me. Hi, that's right. it. Right. No I more said, oh, child. I got fucking. Yeah, I got the wrong child. Yeah, ha ha ha. Very funny, guys. Okay. Uh, hey. I guess yeah. we can end it here, huh? Yeah, we yep. will uh, be doing another podcast next week. I don't know when. We don't know when. Uh, I don't mm. know what the topic will be on. Probably on Toma. At least, because that's... Wait, is Homer even out next week? No, right? It doesn't have to be every week, by the way. We can skip a week if there's literally nothing to talk about. Well, there's like infinite um, thing to talk about right now, but... Well, yeah, yeah, we'll figure something out. Don't worry. The, we'll, okay, so we'll end yeah. the recording here then, Tenton. Uh, yeah. And then we can just okay. do viewer questions. Yeah, okay. we're going to take viewer questions on... Oh, I'm going to run